You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the ticket, a Mike Valenti podcast. And we are back. It is Cash the Ticket. I Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I, I, Mike, I, I want to just start out before we do records and games. And I, we always, I always like to have a little topic, something kind of to have a cup of coffee and discuss as we start. Uh, for those who are unaware, like the podcast started, it, it's basically a bit of an experiment. I have never been a full time better. I'm a person who goes to Las Vegas. And I go all in. I let the lion out of the cage. I love betting games. I love talking about games. But I've never done it day in, day out, week in, week out, over the course of months. So I said to Mike, when we created this, I said, okay, well, I have to get in the mix. It's not fair to people, and it's not real if you don't put yourself through the grind. So I've been in it all fall. And I got to tell you something. It is a making me feel like I don't know shit about shit. (laughs) Um, I hate betting. I hate this show. And I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, outside of that, happy Thanksgiving. But, Mike, you explain, because here's what I don't get. I am at a point now where I'm like, oh, my God, just get me to the end of football season. Like, I, I am finding it. College the last two Saturdays, two and one, two and one. Had a horrendous week three weeks ago. Before that, I had a really hot six-week run. All accurate, all fair, all on record, right? But the National Football League is making me hate this entire process. I, I, I am bathing in my own blood the last couple weeks in the NFL. Remember a few weeks back, I had, what was it, 5-0 and in the NFL, whatever it was? Yeah. Mike, since then, you'd be better off having a dog pick. I mean... <laughs> NFL so tough. No, and that's so that's more than me moaning about here. I, I always wonder if gamblers ever get so sour on gambling, on betting, that does it make you just go, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm yearning for the days where I just prepared for my Vegas trips and I I just do 48 hours and I can live with whatever the result is. Mike, the amount of time I put in. And then you get you you start playing these psychological games with yourself, and you're like, "Well, I like Team A, and here's why." And then all of a sudden, you go, "Well, yep. there's a big bet disparity. I know a bit a big money disparity. Oh, is there reverse line moving? And then, oh, you know, and you start you start seeing ghosts. You start being Sam Darnold, 
And I'm, I'm talking myself into things, out of things. I'm, I'm leaving games off the board that are wins. I'm adding games that are losses. I guess maybe that's something you should ask the people. And I, I'd be interested to know what the response is. But, like, we love sports. We love betting. Does that combination ever turn toxic for you where you go, it doesn't even matter. Like, my overall record this year, when you factor in the money line wins, not even the par- leave the parlays out. Don't even include them. It'd be cheap of me to include them. I'm saying, take my record. I'm still over 500. On a basis point, I'm probably down three or four units. But when you factor in the money line games I've played on this show, I'm even or above slightly. It's not like I'm taking a bath. Mike, I'm at a point I I am dreading picking games. Well, the NFL especially, man. Look at the Ravens-Rams game last week. That was a perfect example where we're looking at this game and we go, huh. That's too easy. That looks way too easy. No, we, we can't pick Baltimore. There must be something going on. That looks too easy. And then Lamar Jackson goes out and, and just and, blows them out. And here's what I did. I knew I couldn't back the Rams. But I, uh, you and I had the conversation. I go, Mike, that's a, that's a Rams spot. Sean McVay, national stage, get his uh, reputation right, back. Yeah, uh, Right, kind of get get a little momentum. The Ravens are too hot. They're overvalued. But I said, Mike, I can't back the Rams. I watched that Ram-Bear game. Instead of just saying, ah, go with the Ravens, screw it. I talked myself out of the game altogether. Yeah. Too much public. That's the too part. much public money and too, you know, it's over three. Yeah, I won't touch it. Boy, oh boy. I don't know. I, well, I'm really... out, of, out of principle for that game last week, I actually have one this week in the NFL that's a big national game that I specifically told myself, I know it looks easy, but screw it, I'm doing it. I'm not having that happen again last week. Well, and obviously we'll get to that later, but the NFL, the the point spreads are just so close, too. It's three, three and a half, six and a half. Uh, certainly this year, I think we have seen a lot more that are 10 and 14, 17 even. But overall, the, it's it's so much... You don't see those 22-point spreads, the 33-point spreads, the, the really the, the 18-and-a-half-point spreads that you see in college. Well, and it's funny, just, just as we do the review, for some of you going, geez, why the hell does he hate the Eagles? You know what else I hate? I hate that we got to put these bets in so early. You know, by, by Sunday, you realize Alshon Jeffrey's not going to play when he was expected to play all week. And then, of course, here's my luck. Lane Johnson doesn't clear protocol. And then Brandon Brooks has an anxiety attack. This is the shit I'm stuck with? I bet the Eagles and I lose Brandon Brooks to anxiety? <laughs> I, I, I lose Alshon Jeffrey? And the best part, Seattle didn't even win the game. Philly lost it. Yep. Wentz with two fumbles, Wentz with two picks. I'm going, what have I done? What have I done? Like, I, I tell you, I am more than happy if people want to just run away. Because I'm not, I'm not feeling the mojo right now. I'm not feeling very sexy. All it right takes now. is one week. You'll get back on it, Mike. You're nine and zero. Gave me hope <laughs> that love is not a myth. And then I was four and five this week, though. So it's not like right. I followed it with seven and two. No, that's you know, it, I heard a discussion on this, and, and it's something we all have to remind ourselves, right? Like you always get the Tommy Tough guys who're like, "Oh, bro, these guys stink." You, I, I, I did X. Yeah, you know what? You are. You're Dan Leach. You're a liar. Yeah, Dan's I think eighty and eighty three and fifty. Nobody believes him. If he was eighty three and fifty, he wouldn't be here doing overnights. All right, <laughs> so let's just cut the shit. No one beats the book long term, and if you do, it's barely. Billy Walters is the greatest sports better in the history of Earth. Uh, currently serving a prison term, I think, for tax evasion. The point is, Billy Walters was fifty six percent. That's elite. Think about that. Fifty six percent for the greatest mm. better of all time. 
So I don't know what to tell you. Now, I'm not going to start mentioning other guys, but there are certain guys I respect as betters. Like, I think they're really good, and they do it professionally. And I check their records. Mike, they ain't getting 56%. And I I just, I think it's an incredible study. And then we'll get to the games, because I know that's why people listen. I think it's a fascinating study doing this, that I've had to do it. We chart all of our plays. They're all transparent. There's no games. There's no bullshit. Um, my goal is to finish above 500. I'd love to get a little bit hot here. Um, I'm still up, but Mike, I'll tell you, it mentally it wears you down because if you think about it, we've been going strong for three months and picking a ton of games and doing a ton of research, and now, now it's like, man. You got to have, as Jim Harbaugh would say, steel in your spine Mm -hmm. when the things you've been doing aren't working anymore, but you know they're rooted in sense. Man, does it get difficult. And there's some games this week. We can get to it. Now, again, I cleaned up my act in college, two and one, two and one. Hey, if you can hit two out of every three games every Saturday, I I don't know anybody who's going to do better for you. Um, I, I, I love the board, but I'm very, very scared. I'm admitting this. This could be a complete disaster. Are you ready to get on the toboggan, head down the, the snow-filled hill, and crash into a tree with me? Rivalry week. Let's it go. It is rivalry week. Well, let's start. Crazy how, it's crazy how fast it's gone by. My God, I can't believe Michigan-Ohio State game is already here. Well, why, do you want well, you want to just jump right in with the game sure. everybody wants? Yeah, let's do that right. first. Okay. Absolutely. Let's go Michigan-OSU. I'm fine doing it. Um, I think we were both taken aback a little bit by the number. I know the previous few weeks, it was uh, OSU by 12, OSU by 13. The number opened eight and a half, uh, immediately went out to nine. Uh, Right now, you're looking at 75% of the bets, 78% of the money on the Buckeyes. So you're not getting any great disparity there. Um, Look, my view on this, of course, the one week I bet OSU, they don't cover. Uh, Last week, I I was super bummed out because I really felt like that was the right side. They fumbled three times. They they just... I thought Ryan Day got very conservative. But man, if this was over 10, I'd take Michigan. Under 10, I'm leaning OSU. And look, it's, it's not a knock on Michigan. I think OSU is just different. I think OSU is one of those teams potentially that is historically great. And I've said it all year long. I think this is the best OSU team. In my, my memory, I think this is truly a special team. Now, you can be special, but it doesn't mean you're going to beat everyone by double digits. Uh, they played awfully awful football last week, and they won by 11. They've got a task here because, look, this is all Michigan's got. They're not winning the Big Ten. They're not going to Indy. They're not... There's a lingering Stoney watching us record the pod. Remarkable. Get him in here and get his pick. I just think this is one where I go, okay, what is Don Brown's game plan here? Last year gives up 63, stubborn man coverage, crossing routes. This year they have mixed in at times a little zone. But, Mike, are they going to stick with their plan? Are they going to try to lock up against uh, the wide receivers like Isaiah Victor and Hill and and, uh, Olave? He's so good. Or are they going to go against their tendency, try to zone it up? Mike, I don't know. And overall, when I look at OSU's run game, Michigan has gotten their ground game together. But ask yourself this question. What team have they faced with a great rushing attack? Does Michigan State have a great rushing attack? 
Does Indiana? Does Maryland? <laughs> well, the one, yeah. You know, Notre Dame, the game got out of hand so quick that I don't know that that's a fair barometer. The one I, they did, they got absolutely killed. Well, there it is. Um, Penn State's ground game, I don't have a great amount of respect for. Still lost the game. I, I just, I don't love the number. I don't love laying big numbers in rivalry games. I'm just a believer Ohio State is 10 points better than Michigan, and I will be surprised if they find a way to bog OSU down. Now, here's what I'm waiting for, because I'm not going to play this right now. I'm not. I need to see what this weather forecast goes to. Yeah. Now, it's changed a couple times. Currently at time of taping, rain, wintry mix, wind, Mike, that's an equalizer. Mm. That will take away OSU vertical aggression. I'm going to wait on it because, look, people can say, oh, come on, I want you to pick it. Listen, I'm not going to lock myself in, and then by Saturday, it's raining sideways. It alters how I feel about it. I'm leaning OSU. I may or may not make that an official play. If it is, it'll be Avalani Podcast. Oh, that's a pass for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the weather. You know what? I, I didn't have this on mine, but I am going to bet this. I, I'm talking myself into it here. I'm going to bet OSU minus eight. What uh, about the weather? <laughs> no, because, look, and, and Mike, I did TV the other night. I was on TV and I did. Uh, Holy shit. I, I, this is what I said, and it's, it's so true that I believe, to Michigan's credit, to Harbaugh's credit even, as much as I've ripped on Harbaugh, I believe that he's got this team better as the year's gone on. The team has improved as the year has gone on, which usually they don't. But that being said, still, I think Ohio State wins this game comfortably. Um, do I think it'll be close in the first half? Sure. I, I think at first, rivalry game, big game, it'll be it'll be close. But OSU is going to pull away in this game. Every single time Michigan plays a team with elite talent, with great talent like OSU has, Don Brown's defense breaks. You know, it, it's he, he can out-muscle people. When, he, when he's playing bad opponents, he can just fly around and be super aggressive and Dr. Blitz. But when he plays good teams, Michigan's defense does get shredded up a little bit. So I'm not saying it's going to be Ohio State 45-7, to but I think it's, a, it's kind of an example like OSU-Penn State, where later in the game, Ohio State's going to pull away, win by two scores, win by... Uh, Maybe maybe thirteen points win by by fifteen points or something in that range. Mm-hmm. So I th- I'm going to lay the points with Ohio State here. I think that that they get this done. Now listen, I give you credit. I'm going to wait on the weather. I'm, I just don't love what I'm seeing. If it was dry, cold, I'd go OSU, mm-hmm. no doubt. But if if Michigan catches a break and they get rain and and they get wind and it turns into a ground and pound, I actually think it helps them because OSU stretching the field is terrifying. And against Don Brown's man-to-man scheme, that's a real scary consideration. If they don't have to do that, um, I, look, like I said, I'll let you know Saturday. Well, and, and I think that even there is value here at 8. You're, you're right about some stuff with, well, how, it's with at, the what, number. It's at 9. Or it's 9 right now? I thought it was 8 on the sheet. Um, here, I'll give you the up to regardless, the Hold on, hold on, hold regardless on. Regardless, that dun, is. Dun, 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 dun. Refresh. Flash green. 9. Okay, well, OSU minus nine, I'm still lane. Because I actually spoke to a, a Vegas uh, odds maker earlier this week, before it came out. Who, who are you no, turning I, into? No, I did, I did. And and he, so the, the line that he was kind of hinting at and predicting was higher than nine to open up, but he was even surprised that it opened up less. So I think that there is, you're, you are getting a little value with a few points there, so give me OSU. All right, why don't we stay with a couple of the other big games and just get to it? Um, 
we'll kind of get them out of the way, and then whether they're plays or not, let's go Iron Bowl. Bama, Auburn, Jordan Air Stadium, Auburn getting three and a half. This is more my speed. Now, again, if you want to fade me, fade me. Who am I? I? I don't deserve to breathe oxygen at this point, the way I've picked the NFL. But this is my type underdog. Now, Alabama going into the game, Mac Jones at quarterback, no two, obviously. Auburn has got a lot on the table because I think if Malzahn loses this game, he's fired. And you're giving me a home dog north of a field goal. I'm getting an elite defense. And in this game, in this game, I I think I have the better quarterback. Mm. Mac Jones, what you do against, you know, Western Tuskegee and, uh, you know, Vandy or whoever, what other scrimmage they had, that don't matter. Bo Nix has played at College Station. Bo Nix faced Oregon. Bo Nix went to uh, LSU. I think by this point in the season, you're not a freshman anymore. And Nix doesn't need to be great. But here's what I love. And you may laugh at this. Maybe I'm talking myself into it. Only 28% of tickets are on Auburn, but it's making up 50% of the money. Mm. The big dogs are taking the Tigers. And I got to tell you, this Bama team to me has not been right all year. I love their wideouts. We know about Ruggs and Jerry, Judy, and company. But I think Auburn will line up. I think they will take Najee Harris away. I think they will make Mac Jones beat him. And I'm not convinced he can do it. I think this is a classic Auburn spot. I love getting three and a half. And I love the money differential there. Uh, I'm going to make Auburn a play. So, therefore, you guys should probably go to Alabama. Uh, I love the play. I don't have the guts to do this one, though. And plus, I just have a million other bets on here that I don't want to get let the card get out of hand. Oh, but let the I season do, end, please. I do love Please, the, God. The play overall. I mean, Auburn's 9-3 and three against the spread their last 12 games. So, so, to keep it short and sweet, I do totally understand people back in Auburn. You couldn't bless that pick for me, could oh, you? Oh, I blessed the pick, but I just I can't I can't be betting eight college games because if I get into if I start doing that this week, that's what's going to happen on my Come card. On. Go broke with me. <laughs> Go broke with me. No, All right. I, I'm not betting against Bama. Just let's, part of me still afraid. Let's move on. Oh, my, Mike, I'm terrified. Mike, I, I'm I'm literally uh, I'm terrified. Yeah, uh, putting these picks out there the way I've been going lately. Let me go to another big game, and I have a big opinion, which means it's an opportunity for you guys to fade. Oh, stop! Wisconsin traveling to Minneapolis, playing for the Big Ten West. Yeah, minus two and a half. Now, again, this is what I love. It's a fifty-fifty split on tickets, meaning number of bets. Wisconsin, eighty percent of the money. I love this. And I'm going to tell you what else I love. I love the weather report. Minneapolis set to get a snowstorm. Wisconsin, snowstorm. Minnesota, passing game. Uh Uh-oh. And Wisconsin secondary will be the best secondary Minnesota's faced. Now, I love P.J. Fleck. I do. Mm -hmm. But I can't sit there and believe that Minnesota is going to go to Indianapolis. I don't buy it. Now, I love the Gophers. I uh, made some money on them. I think I've done a good job with them. Mike, you're going to give me Wisconsin in the snow, ground and pound, and it neutralizes Minnesota's biggest advantage, which, which would be Rashad Bateman and company, through the air. I, and I don't have to lay a field goal. Yeah, I'm going to walk right into the trap. Mm. I'm going to take a short road favorite. I'm going to take Wisconsin here. I love the fact that the tickets are even, but the money, the big bets coming in on Wisconsin. I'm going to lay the two and a half. 
I'm going to take. I'm going to trust Jim Leonard's defense to limit what Minnesota is able to do, and Mother Nature should take care of the rest. I will take the Badgers, even wow. though how sick is this? I'm going to bet the Badgers, even though I'm rooting for the Gophers. I know. Oh, I'd love to see Minnesota win. Uh, hey, understand it. That's uh, another crazy stat with this one. By the way, with these two teams, road team five and zero against the spread the last five times that they've met. Uh, who'd, I which, which, who'd, who'd I bet on here? Which, which totally does. Who'd I Wisconsin. bet on here? Fitz Wisconsin. The absolutely. road team. Uh, but no, listen, guys, fade away. I don't care. Um, that's just where I'm at. I, 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 I'm petrified of these picks. Yeah. Go ahead. Give me a play. Yeah, or, or is there another big game you want to cover? Before? No, I want to. I want to stick with the big, the big ten game. Actually, I got a couple on here. <gasps> um, I'll give you a kind of an off-the-board selection. Oh, I guess no. not off-the-board because this is still a borderline top 15 no, team. No, don't be opposite of me on the game. I'm going to go Iowa-Nebraska? Holy shit. Is oh, it? No. Oh, no. Oh, it... then I'll be fascinated to know what you feel on this. So oh, no. I... Don't be opposite. In this game, I... can't I... be opposite of the Pontiff. I love Nebraska yes! plus five yes! and a half. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 No, no bottle bet. Yes. Oh, I'm giving you a hug, you beautiful <laughs> bastard. Let's do it. Yes! We're gonna go broke. I mean, I, we never, I never saw this pick before. Even we never yes. saw each other's picks before. So, oh man, let me give happy you, Thanksgiving! Yeah, what a Thanksgiving treat. Let, let me give you my uh, reasoning. Let me then I hear yours. Sure. So I don't think Iowa. They hey, they didn't exactly tear it up last Saturday in that nineteen to ten game against Illinois. No, but I, this is going to be a theme of the week for me with college games. Nebraska's in a spot where they have to win to go to a bowl game. That was point Scott number one for Frost me. Frost wants to go. I know he has another year. His job security's fine. But Scott Frost, of course, wants to go to a bowl game. He's going to treat this game with the utmost importance. And I, I think that, you know, you're Nebraska, from a betting standpoint, you're getting five and a half points. Uh, yeah, give me Nebraska here. I, I, look, you took point number one. I think this is a program game. Scott Frost, they have not had the year people expected. They didn't take that step forward. I think it's interesting to note Adrian Martinez has been a lot better the last couple weeks. The big thing for me, Iowa defensively, we know what we're going to get. Who are we kidding here, right? They're the best in the country. They limit big runs. You're not going to gash them. But they also don't really do a whole lot. I mean, they don't get tackles for loss. Uh, They don't stuff you. You're able to grind out yards. I think that can help Nebraska stay on track. The big thing for Nebraska will be the turnovers. I mean, Adrian Martinez, you just don't know. What is it? Forrest Gump. Uh, Life's like a box of chocolates here. I don't know what we're going to get. If it's the good version of Adrian Martinez, if they can get out to a decent start, I think Iowa's in for it because that place will be rocking. They need the game badly. Scott Frost needs a program win. Do we agree? Yeah, and they put up a ton of points last week, albeit against Maryland. Gotta have it. So... Ultimately, I'm thrilled that that you're in the mix here with me on this. I I was scared shitless when you brought it up. He was Mm -hmm. going Iowa. Um, And let me just give you a couple of numbers, whether you value this or not. I I like to at least offer it. And, And Mike, you've told me people enjoy some of the angles with this stuff and the money and tickets and different things. Like I said, guys, here's the problem. It's paralysis by analysis. You can talk yourself in or out of things. I'm sticking to my guns with this game. Like I, re- I really, I, I like this game. You, you saw my reaction. I was absolutely thrilled that my compatriot here. Uh, this opened at four and a half, and it's out to six currently. W- what I like is, I like underdogs that aren't sexy. I like underdogs that people aren't betting. 
I actually get more frightened with big public underdogs, meaning when you get the public all lining up and the money and like 80% of tickets are on Team X and they're the dog, that's terrifying. So if you'll notice, I really like Auburn, 28% of tickets, 47% of money. Um, With Iowa, Nebraska, only 30% of tickets, 28% of the money. Those are the underdogs I feel more comfortable with. Uh, I like the number two, getting six. I dig that. So, uh, Mike, I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I have no self-confidence. This is great. Now I have some. You didn't mention an Iowa stat, though, too, that I love. Talk to me. Six of Iowa's last seven games have been decided by less than a touchdown. I so mean, it's, it speaks right to it. I'm brimming with confidence. Yeah, let's go uh, Scott and Frost, I, Nebraska. And I have no right to. Um, all right, give me, what other big game you want to cover Well, here? Let, me, let me give you one. in Because I, I have one for you, and I wanted you to bless a total. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and right. do that. There hasn't been less than 56 points in this team's games since September. Hmm. Since like game two of the season. I'm speaking of the Memphis Tigers. The over-under currently, uh, they are taking on Cincinnati. The Fighting Fickles open to 10. It's out to 11. Money, bets, sides, it's all about 50-50. So there's no advantage there. But what's interesting, the total, and I want to bring this up. Shame on me I didn't have it, and I'm very, very sorry about that. Please, uh, bear with me. Um, Come on, Mikey. What are you doing? Hang on. There we go. All right. Cincy Memphis. Mike, the total opened up at 57. It's at 57 and a half. But here's what's interesting. 60% of the money is on under 57. Now, I have a theory on this, but you are the total king. I'm going to get you a sweatshirt that says total (laughs) king. I wanted your take. You've got a trend of a team that always goes over in Memphis. But you have an over-under that people are hammering the under, but the number's not moving. Any? Did you give thought to this, or was this just not something that jumped out? This one wasn't really something that jumped out, to be honest, but I, I get it. Uh, hey, you're, all your trends are supporting that. You know I love talking about stuff like this, you where, you can, where you can point to numbers the like total that. total king. Of course. No. No, I, I, I would. It's not one that I had on there, but of course right. I would bless it with the with the yes. trends that you're saying. No, I'm not doing it. I, no, 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 no. Here's why: Cincinnati offensively is so ratty. Uh, yep. Dylan Ridner, their quarterback, stinks. I think their offense stinks. They, pl- it's a Tech Mobile playbook. I wonder if this over under stuff, if it's a fear that Cincinnati can't do their part. Now, the side, I'm not a huge fan of laying double digits because I don't love that Memphis defense either. Um, I just, the total jumped out. It looked too easy to bet over. I thought maybe we'd get the total king to bless and under. Had to throw it out there. Yeah, I'm trying to find some more trends on it. No, don't worry about it. Um, Under's 5-1 since these last five games. Let me give you another game I I think is interesting, and it's Friday. Uh, Texas laying 10 to Texas Tech. But here, again, this is a spot I dig. Texas Tech, it looks like a complete setup. Mm-hmm. 65% of the bets, 60% of the money. You are a public dog. Here's what. Do you know where the spread opened up at? Uh, no. Opened Nine? up at Texas minus five and a half. It has blown through seven. It's now sitting at flat 10. I'm not going to play it laying 10. 
I got to hope you can get a little buyback at nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put it in a parlay, you want to buy a couple points, you can do that. You want to put it in a teaser, do that. But, Mike, I would tell you this. Texas would be to play here. I mean, you're talking major steam. You're talking major. Uh, you got a money differential. And honestly, Mike, I, I just can't trust Tech. I mean, I love my Red Raiders, but I can't trust them. I think Texas would be a possible play there, but I'm going to wait and see. But you want to talk wild. Longhorn Nation, we're back. To five losses a year. <laughs> that poor uh, kid will never live that uh, down. And he shouldn't. It was a ridiculous <laughs> thing to do. But I wanted to throw that game out there. Keep an eye on that number, yeah. guys. What do you got? Give the people a play. I'm going to give you one that you'll probably hate, but a lot of people made fun of me for doing what? this last week. I'm going to do it again. What? Um, and it, again, it's going to be the theme of the week for me in college football. Uh, I'm going to lay Michigan State minus 22 against a terrible Maryland team. Oh, Maryland God. just lost 54-7 to last week against Nebraska, a team we just talked about. But hey, this is a similar spot like we just mentioned with Scott Frost. Michigan State has to win to go to, go to a bowl game. You know D'Antonio does not want to miss a bowl game. So I, I think that it's a situation where D'Antonio can and will get his team up for senior day. Got everyone on the field. Hey, you know what, guys? We have to win to go play in a bowl game. I think Michigan State blows them out. I think it is a, an example of what Nebraska did to them, 54-7 type thing. I think maybe State is more in that uh, you know, 35-7 type range, but... I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I know it's a lot of points, and I know the numbers climbed up there, but I'm gonna lay Michigan State minus 22. They're gonna win. It's just a matter of how much. I think they'll, they'll be over that 22 margin. Here's what I will tell you: I didn't watch the state game live. I watched it quick cut because that's the only way a human being could watch MSU Rutgers. I was disturbed at some of the things I saw, including getting stopped on fourth and short twice, blowing a red zone opportunity. Um, the offense really just not taking advantage of anything. But the points you're making are interesting here. And when you look at Maryland, I mean, A, look, Maryland's offense, or defense rather, excuse me, they have allowed, are you ready for this, rushing 300 yards or more in three of the last four games. And again, they have an offense that hasn't scored more than 14 in five of its last six. And not only is are the Terps bad but Mike they'll go three and out in eight seconds yep they MSU should be able to run it should be able to to control the the way the game is played um I don't hate this pick and honestly if if you're okay with me not giving you the Freddie mush if you're okay with me not giving you the kryptonite, the Frankie coffee cakes, I'd like to join you on this. All right, there we go. Um, and here's the other thing that's really interesting. You want to talk terrifying? This flies in the face of everything. Maryland has 30% of the bets, only 6% of the money. <laughs> Let me say wow. that to you again. 30% of tickets, 6% of money. MSU, 70 and 94 I'll join you on this, but I'll tell you what, I am nervous. But you're right. Maryland looks dead in the water. They got to go on the road. Should be a a nasty day, 3.30 kick. It's going to snow. Here's the problem I'm going to tell you. Mike, if MSU's ground game ain't working, they're not covering. Yep. But if you want to go with it, it. I kind of want to join you. 
Oh, come on. Last now, game of the year for your Spartans. Uh, what is that? Thank God. I don't want to watch them anymore. I-, I will tell you, Mike, the number at 22 really does bother me. Mm-hmm. It it's really high. does. It's, uh, it's a big number. Yep. State's field goal kicking's been awful. You're basically asking them to win 28 nothing, mm-hmm. 28-3. Um, you want me to do the emotional pick? I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll right. go with Michigan. All right, add Michigan State to my list. Maryland's so bad. Yeah, and so are we. Um, let me give you a game. And this is the one that frightens me. This is the one I think I have a chance of getting hit over the back of the head with a can of soup. Louisville getting three at Kentucky, the Commonwealth game. Kentucky stinks. And listen, I've talked to you about Kentucky a couple of times this year. Maybe I'm a little salty because I had them against Tennessee. They're so banged up. They've got a great wide receiver named Lynn Bowden, who's playing quarterback for him. And this kid's an electric playmaker. But overall, they don't have a passing attack. Um, They are not super talented. Like I said, they're missing a ton of players. Uh, They've been ravaged. Louisville has quietly been one of the most improved teams in the country. And Louisville is a more balanced operation. Now, if they can go out and just do what they do, which is be balanced, hit a few big big plays in the air, Shatavius Atwell, I, I just think there's value getting points to closely matched teams. I'm not sure the home field bothers me a whole lot. Kentucky's offense is, in a word, offensive. To me, I really think Louisville's the side, but here's the problem. This is what scares the living hell out of me. 66% of tickets, 68% of the money, everyone's on Louisville, and guess what? The line opened up at three, and the line is staying at three. I want you to talk me out of this. I yep. know I'm I'm flying into a trap. Help me. Help me. Well, and I, I was looking at this one, too. Help me. Help me. Kentucky, I don't know, man. They've been so good covering at home this season. They suck. They really have. Yeah, six how do they do against Tennessee? Six and one against the spread at home. I get that. Cost me money. Um, if anything... I would probably lean towards Kentucky. This is a pass for me, like we uh, like to you know say. What? You know but what? I probably would actually lean towards Kentucky in this one. You know what I'm going to do? And the over, frankly. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I'm going to do. It's going to be unprecedented. No, don't you dare let me influence it like that. I'm taking it off the board. <laughs> I'm taking it off the board. No, this is where I'm at in my no, betting life No, I can't wait right for, for that to actually win. You say, Sully, this is your fault. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm taking it off the board. Louisville's 3-8 and eight against the spread, their last 11 road but games. But last five matchups against Kentucky, yeah. Louisville on the road in the series, 5-0. and oh. Yeah, no, in the road, in this, yeah, in this series, the road team's 10-1 and one against the spread, last 11. I'm going to take it off the board. All right. Take it off the board. Off the board. Put I'm it off the board. I'm going to let the Pope talk me out of it. Right. All right, next, what else? Yeah, let's take a look at a game that is, I guess is a pretty controversial team this year, but Oregon taking on Oregon State. No, you're on your own. In that Dad. rivalry game. You are this on your own. This is an underdog. That, a big, this is a big underdog. We talked about Michigan State being 22-point favorite. This is a big underdog that I like, though, with Oregon State. Um, I just think that Oregon, look, they're no longer college football playoff contender. I know they've secured their place in the Pac-12 championship game. So basically, this game means nothing. I could see Oregon coming out flat here. And they're going to be at risk. I mean, Oregon State is in the same position as Michigan State and Nebraska. Oregon State needs a win 
to become bowl eligible. So you're given Oregon State's going to get 19 points. They're playing an Oregon team that has nothing to play for because they're already looking ahead to the Pac-12 championship game and they're eliminated from the playoffs. So I, I could I could easily see Oregon coming out a little flat, Oregon State coming out pumped up, and this game staying within 19. I think you could see a 33-24 game. You could you could you're going to see it within 19 points. I think so. I'm going to do Oregon State plus 19. No, people don't realize Oregon State's got a wide receiver quarterback combo. Unbelievable, man! This Jake Luton kid or Luton, I'm not sure how you say it. Um, and and Isaiah Hodges, six four, six five, big bodied receiver. Um, look, man, elite. Like Jake Luton, 28 TDs, three picks. Uh, I watched them against Stanford. That was a game I had played. I won, thank God. That's back when in better times. Um, but the other thing, too, Mike, where is the Civil War? Is um, it in Corvallis or in Outson? It's at Oregon, yeah. See, if it's at Oregon State, i tell you, I tell you why I'd play it. Because Oregon State, every third down, plays an excruciatingly loud clip of a chainsaw. <laughs> and really, you can't lose when you bet on a team. Yeah. They also have a turnover chainsaw. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, those are sweet. The turnover chainsaw is amazing. Now, I obviously took the chain out of it. Yep. But the uh, the idea awesome. that you get a turnover and your kids get to pull the ripcord and wave a chainsaw around like a maniac, can't lose. <laughs> but I, I can't I can't go here in Outson. But I, look, the Beavers, Beavers have been a lot better. And they got a former quarterback who's their head coach, Jonathan Smith. Uh, the idea that Oregon State is bowl, possibly bowl eligible – Mike, that, that's a hell of a turnaround for yep. a program that won one or two games last year. Sure. Uh, and that's why I like them to stay within 19. If Oregon comes out flat, you'll win your bet. But if Oregon's motivated, why because... Would they, why would they be motivated? It's the in-state rival. You know? Um, it's the in-state rival. This game is nasty. It's a game I always enjoy because it's seemingly always foggy and always wet. Yep. Um, but I, I'm not going to involve myself because I don't have a read on where Oregon's mind is. Mm-hmm. I like the fact you're confident with it. Go yep. for it. It's a game I always watch. No, it's a spot. Absolutely. Let me give you my, my last one, and then we got to go to the NFL. Yep. And uh, again, this is a Mike. This is a really bad idea selection. You can talk me out of it. My Black Knights. Oh, geez. Had to finish the season with we're that. We're back on the bus. Midnight. Sunday morning. Army. On the Big Island at Hawaii. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Army getting three and taking on a Hawaii team where all I will tell you is good luck against the option with that defense. Now, understand, they played San Diego State last week who couldn't, you know, offensively crush a a grape in a food fight. But you want to talk about this game? Oh, man. This is, Mike, I love this. Army playing for bowl eligibility. They got to head out on a road to Aloha Stadium. And look, they got a couple of big wins the last couple of weeks. They're back on track. Yep. And look, they're scoring 30 points a game. They run for over 300 a game. They got the pace to keep Hawaii's offense off the field. And look, you have to because Cole McDonald is good. But you know what else Cole McDonald does a lot of? Turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. He's got 13 picks alone. Um. Look, they, Hawaii's got an advantage, and if Hawaii is allowed to get out there and just control and play from ahead, it's going to be a tough day. But I really like Army in this spot. You know, Hawaii is just not a disciplined football team. Um, it, it, it's also it's very difficult when you look at a team like Hawaii. You don't get to practice against this offense. You don't get to see it very often. And to me, look. 
The last time they saw it was when Air Force came to town about a month yep. ago. And you saw how that ended up. I just think... Yeah, 353 rushing yards. Yeah, they they pounded them. Yep. That's what Army's going to do. I, it's, Army, I think, will shred them on the ground. And again, and it's it's awesome to me because I, I love picking teams like this from a betting perspective. It is the theme of the week with Army needing a sixth win. Yeah, and, and the other issue, too, and, and look, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but Hawaii, I mentioned Cole McDonald, but they also have played a little quarterback roulette. Like McDonald starts against San Diego State, doesn't finish the game. Um, you know, they have Shavon Cordero. Um Look, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback, who's going to play. Will McDonald be removed? Will Cordero get back in? You got one team playing a little quarterback roulette. They've already shown they're not great against uh, this type of offense, and I think Army comes in hyper-motivated. Maybe it's a shit pick. I'll take the three. I'll take Army. Um, you know, listen, I think it's a good spot, but again, I have no confidence no, th- and you should probably better This one wasn't on there for me, but I'm going to actually add this and join no, you and cross no, out cross out it. the uh, Colorado Utah over I was going to play and do oh, this no. one instead. Um <laughs> Oh god, yeah, what has he I, done? I think I think Army 28-24. Uh, it's totally a spot where I can see it from the ground game and from Army got Army wants to be bowl eligible, of course. So, yeah, Army plus 3. I'll take that. All right. Big power's at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go solar. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight when big power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, big power company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Power Home Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. Let's go to Sunday in the National Football League. And I'll just say it. We are addicted to NFL football. We love it. It's the most popular sport to bet. This is the hardest sport to bet. I, The NFL has taken my soul the last couple of weeks. I mean, I don't know what I don't know. So let's get through a couple of things here. Um, Let's hit the Thanksgiving slate. Bears, Lions. um, Great. Look, I mean, listen, all I will tell you... America's thrilled to watch this one. Well, I was reading something that was really interesting in that it's big public favorites on Thanksgiving are 30 and 14. um, Oh, wow. uh, The last 44. So your big public favorites. I mean, the Saints will be one. The Bears will be one. Um, and then, believe it or not, Buffalo is a public dog getting the seven against the right. Cowboys. But Bears-Lions, uh, quarterback situation for the Lions, Driscoll, limited. It might be undrafted rookie David Blau. The problem is the team they're playing utterly stinks, which is the Chicago Bears. I have no interest in, in wagering my money on Mitch Trubisky and David Blau on Thanksgiving Day in a game that could finish 10-7. Uh, the line is over three, so the value's gone for me. 
Um, this I am not touching this game with a 10-foot pole. No. I'll be knee-deep in appetizers and good red wine. So, uh, fuck this game. <laughs> I'm, no. not, I'm not touching this yeah, shit. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a, probably uh, a game that a lot of people just have hey, on at Thanksgiving. Hey, you want to really put watch. it in a parlay and money line the Bears and move on to the next leg? I respect you. But we're talking with the number here? And total uncertainty? No, I can't touch this. Mike, you got to play on it. Go ahead. Nope. All right, Buffalo-Dallas. Now, this number is sitting at seven, which is really, really tricky. My opinion at six and a half is totally different. Cowboys must win. Jerry Jones is breathing down your neck. They blew the game against New England, in my opinion. Buffalo is a team that has broken my balls. I don't believe they're very good. The couple times I went against them, they fucking bludgeoned the team they played. I I just, I'm totally, from a mental state, I basically see Josh Allen in my nightmares. But I got a real problem with this. You want me to take Buffalo going on the road, Dallas is hyper-motivated, and you mean to tell me that America's team is not the public betting choice here? Man, does that scream trap. Man, does that scream a trap. I can't. I will not bet Buffalo getting seven. This comes down to whether I take the Cowboys or I'm just eating another slice of pie. I know. It's, it's beca- I think a lot of it is because Buffalo is undefeated against the spread on the road this okay. year. I, I think needed, that factors into it a lot. I need it at six and a half. I will not play it at seven. There's no advantage. You're begging for a push. There's no advantage. So yep. if it goes to six and a half... I'm interested. If it doesn't, I'm not. Seven, no thank you. Same for you? Yeah, I I love Josh Allen, but I'm just going to stay away from it. All right. uh, Devontae Freeman is supposed to be back this week. Atlanta opened up as a a five-and-a-half-point dog. It's now out two. You guessed it. Seven flat. Uh, It's even money on the Saints if you want to lay the seven. 80% of tickets, 83% of the money. Um, Atlanta had a couple of nice weeks. They were a bit of a darling last week. They shit the bed, played awful football, uh, and had Jameis Winston, uh, you know, basically shake his ass in their face. This is another one. I, I hate the number. I hate seven flat. They're enticing you at even money, but... Uh, this is a divisional game. These are common, familiar opponents. These games always end up closer than they should be. And Atlanta, a couple of weeks ago, kicked the living shit out of New Orleans in the Superdome. How the hell am I supposed to lay seven on the road here on Thanksgiving? No. I'm not touching it. Uh, I'm going to do the under in it. It's 49 right now. I, I, I think that a lot of people, and I think that, I honestly think this number might even go up. Because a lot of people are going to expect, oh, it's Saints-Falcons, right? These two teams, are. it's going to be 34-30. to 30. I think it's going to be a lot lower scoring than people think. The Unders 4-1 Atlanta's last five games overall. When when Breeze plays on Thursday, or when the Saints play on Thursday, Unders 8-0 in their last eight Thursday games. I think that the number's way too high. I'll go under on that game, but I'm not going to pick a side. Let me give you a couple of stats, too, courtesy of the Action Network. Favorites on Thanksgiving. I have to correct the number I gave you. Favorites on Thanksgiving. Since 03, favored by more than six. You ready for this? 16 and three against the spread. Mm. Now, you ready for this? This is amazing. If you bet the favorite, it's not only the first half and second half bets as well. Since 05, first half favorites, 26, 13, and two. Second half favorites, 28-12-1, 28-12-1, but there's more. And then the, I'm going to finish it with an underplay because there's a stat that should make you feel really good about yourself. 
don't fade the public on Thanksgiving. Teams getting public support of less than 50%, 14-26 against the number on Turkey Day. Mm. Less than 40% of the spread, 6-16, and and less than 30% of the spread bets, 1-9. Now, the number you care about, you just played a divisional under. Yep. So divisional unders late season. So it's weeks 11 through 17, divisional game, and the over-under is 44-and-a-half or higher, 184, 112, and 3. A 62% hit rate when betting the under Good. In, the, in that scenario. Yep. No, so, I, I love it. You should feel great about yeah, yourself. Yes, no, I didn't even see that stat, but that makes me even Mike, more uh, Mike, more confident. I, I, I'm clearly a piece of garbage, but I do bring <laughs> limited value. No, that's great. Um, all right, let's continue along with the NFL card here. Thanksgiving, I don't, I don't love it. I'm not going to blindly bet those trends because I've been so ice cold in the NFL. But yeah, if you're betting them, uh, you bet the Saints, and you bet the Bills, and you, you, you bet the Bears. You do what you want. Um, Jets, Bengals. Save me from betting the Bengals here. Oh, God. No, hold on. i got to talk myself out of this. Listen, this is important. It opens at 3.5. It stays at 3.5. Even though the Jets are getting pounded, 75% of bets, yep. 75% of the money, the Jets are a darling now, right? Won a couple of games, bombed the Raiders, but now they got to go on the road. Bengals are putting Andy Dalton back in. Right. This is a this is one of the only shots for the Bengals to win a game left on their schedule. And let, let me give you the Bengals schedule just so you don't think I'm I'm BSing you here now, courtesy of NFL.com. Mike, the rest of their games, they host the Jets, then they gotta go at Cleveland, home Pats, at Dolphins, home Browns. Yep. Look, you're gonna give me three and a half. You're putting Andy Dalton back in. That means Tyler Boyd will be better. That means Mixon will be better. And the Jets are probably a little cocky. Talk me out of taking the Bengals here. Well, Nobody likes them. They're that perfect underdog. The Jets are that public road favorite. Go ahead. No, the Dalton thing's well taken. Come on. The, 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 way, the only way I would talk you out of it is just, I don't even need to talk you out of it with how bad Cincinnati's been, with how bad their numbers suggest, how, how terrible they have been against the spread. Even at home, 1-10 against the spread their last 11 home games. It's absolutely pathetic. Uh, but no, in terms, of, in terms of not really looking at the history and just looking at the now, bringing Dalton back, I, I, I get it. It's one that I'm too afraid to do. Doesn't that number but, look too easy? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so here's what we're doing. Yeah. Revisit Ravens-Rams. We talked ourselves out of the Ravens. I didn't But play. those are two good teams. That's the problem. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just saying, look at the mental gymnastics I'm doing. I'm talking myself into the Cincinnati yeah. fucking Bengals. Right. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm going to take the three and a half. I mean, look, yep. fate, here's the best part. You can totally go, Mike isn't is an idiot. I'm fading him. Do it. But I can't. No, it's a bold pick. I like I it. I can't run away from the numbers. I can't. Yep. Now the next game are two teams that I hope I hope their checks bounce. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Eagles laying nine and a half. Screw this game. Screw both teams. I've gotten killed betting both of them the last couple of weeks. To hell with both of you. I have no further comment on no, this done. Move football on, contest. Move on. Yep. Seriously, you have nothing to offer? No, I'm, this isn't one on mine either. No way. I wouldn't mind the Dolphins. I just don't have the chops for it. 
I just don't. I can't go Bengals Dolphins. Are you no, kidding me? I, I wouldn't do that. Um, I'm going to give you another game. I just don't care about this game. I hate this division, uh, and I don't have a read on it. Tennessee two and a half point fav- uh, dog at the Colts. Yeah. Um, there's no real advantage here. A Tennessee exploded for 35 in the third quarter last week. I mean, Tannehill has been a revelation. Are they good enough to go on the road, beat the Colts? I don't think there's value here. Two and a half doesn't entice me on the dog, and I'm not that confident in the favorite. I mean, Indy, super super banged up. Eric Ebron to the IR. Uncertain backfield status. I can't do it. I can't touch that game. No, there are too many uncertainties. Now, the Colts have been incredible against their own division, 7-0 against the spread, against AFC South teams. But, yeah, I, I think there is, there's just kind of too much clutter going on right now. Washington getting 10, going to Carolina. Wow. <laughs> I mean, again, Off guys, a big win. can I in the same week back the Bengals and the Redskins? But, like, Carolina's a good team. They're all right. But, man, laying double digits in this league, this is one I'm going to just wait. I'll wait till Sunday. If I see 10 and a half, I may actually consider it. But Dwayne Haskins no. on the road, low completion percentage, Ay, 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 ay. It's another game. I, I can't advocate a play. I'll wait until Sunday. And it's the same thing. You want to throw it in a parlay, bump the skins to 13, or bump Carolina down to 7? You can go that route. This number here it doesn't entice me. No, no, it's no play. If anything, I think Carolina, if I would lean towards Carolina killing them, but it's, it's not one that I'm just confident enough to play right now. Packers, Giants. Pack laying 7.5. It's down to 6.5. I like, like this one. Well, you know what's interesting? Packers open up as a seven and a half point favorite, and according to the Action Network, ninety percent of the tickets and ninety seven percent of the money are on the pack. But the spread went down to six and a half. Yeah, things that make you go, hmm. To look, uh, gee, we're talking ourselves into it again. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, I didn't say I'm doing it. I'm saying if I did it, it'd be Giants or pass. I am in no position right now with the way I've been playing the NFL to continue betting on bad teams. Now I have already said I'm taking the Bengals. I know I'm going to lose. It's a sickness. I've passed on the Dolphins. I've passed on the Redskins. I'm passing on the Giants here. But I'm offering people a case. I'm offering people thoughts, even if I'm not going to play it. Mike, the Packers shouldn't be giving touchdowns to anybody. And they got to go on the road again. They just got their heads kicked in. And tell me why that line dipped underneath seven and a half when no one's really betting the Giants. I'm going to trust Rodgers here. I think it's a big spot for him. Obviously, Minnesota, Green Bay, both eight and three, tied for the NFC North. Rodgers knows that the Vikings are in Seattle on Monday night, so so he knows this is a big spot for him. Um, And you just look at the Giants, one and four against the spread at home this season. Giants have lost seven straight games. Hmm. Uh, If you're the Giants. Why start putting together wins right now when you're so close to earning the number because one pick? Because it's what they do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna go Green Bay minus six and a half, lock into that number before it goes over a touchdown. All right, uh, next game I'm actually I'm gonna play this. I, I I can't fight it. The Cleveland Browns are a two point favorite. Now this game opened up. Cleveland is a three point dog. Then you get the news they're benching Mason Rudolph. And, I mean, the health of James Conner and Jalen Samuels and Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, Pittsburgh is a mass unit. Cleveland minus two. I I love Cleveland here. I think Baker Mayfield's figured some stuff out. I think they're learning to ride Nick Chubb. I think the arrival of Kareem Hunt 
Um, putting him in the game with Nick Chubb has really opened some things up. Hunt has been great as a receiver. Yep. I'm not laying a field goal. The revenge angle really isn't there. Rudolph's not playing quarterback for the Steelers. Garrett's not playing for Cleveland. This is going to be a test as to whether the Cleveland Browns are serious, whether they've matured, whether they're going to make that march towards playoff relevancy in December, or whether they're a bunch of fucking clowns. Cleveland laying two. If you can't go on the road and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers by three, then you're utter garbage. I'm going to take Cleveland, and I'm going to hope I'm right on this. I feel like I'm on the right side of it. I'm going to take Browns. I like I, I, I man, I want to do this pick too. You don't have to do shit, Mike. No, you should, I, 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 I like because I like the Browns too, but I have a million picks. Like I can't hey, let my board get out hey, of get out of hand. The fact that I'm on the Browns, you ought to be crossing it I off. Know, right? Well, the Steelers. Seriously, are, no, no way am I trusting that quarterback situation. I mean, if Connor's back, which it looks like it's possible. Well, I mean, you'd think the Steelers be able to line up and go. The Browns' rush D's not great. Yeah. But then you counterbalance it, and you go, the Browns' offense has got it together a little bit. Odell Beckham has awoken the last few weeks. Um, to me, here's the other thing. The Steelers shouldn't have beat the Colts, but Venetary lost his mind. I terrible. mean, the Steelers against the Rams. I don't even know what that game was. When you look at this, and you look at Beckham and Landry getting hot, and Mayfield getting more confident, I, I, I come on. I'm supposed to bet on Duck Hodges here? No. No, I get that. Come on. I get it. I'm going Browns, which means you should totally lock in Steelers. No, you you stick with the Browns. We'll do that. All right. Tampa Bay, Jacksonville. No interest. No. Uh, there's no advantage here. I can't trust Tampa Bay on the road. I can't trust Jacksonville here or to Mars. A- and honestly, you want to talk public underdog? I mean, Tampa Bay is taking 93% of the money. I, I-, I can't get on board that type of public dog. Um, L.A., Arizona, got any thoughts there? Not one that I had on there. Give me one um, you have on then. Let's 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 rock and roll here. Yeah, you know what? I said this this earlier. It's going to be one where it looks too easy, and maybe it is, but I'm just closing my eyes and taking it. Minnesota at Seattle. Seattle minus three. Don't Seahawks, do it. Seahawks are a better team. Don't do they it. They should win by by more than three. Um, oh, it, it's, God. It's principle, it's principle with last week with the Rams and the Ravens. I firmly believe Seattle's the better team. Russell Wilson at home. And they're just gonna they're just gonna beat the Vikings pretty handily. So just close my eyes, take Seattle minus three. I'm not gonna overthink this one and think that it looks too weird and then talk myself into doing something else. I've watched the Seahawks a ton this year. Give me Seattle. I am not good at betting NFL football. That's what the last <laughs> month has taught me. And I am bitter. I'm angry. I'm disenfranchised from the process. And I am going to get my money back. I will take the Vikings. I, will I knew go, you. Would. I will go head up with you. Right. Fuck Seattle. They are not this good. That was bullshit last week. Minnesota is the better team. Now here's the problem. I gotta hope that Kirk Cousins doesn't turn into a pumpkin in a big time game. Which he will. You shut your mouth. Listen to me. Here's what I will do. Now I'm gonna take the three in a bet. But Mike. I want to bet you head up. Okay. No points. I don't even want the three. I am. We are going to do a bottle bet. And if you go to the Instagram, I pay up my bottle bets. Right. I have a bottle in mind for you if I lose. I already have one in my personal collection with your name on it. Okay. To add to your bar. 
But I am taking the Vikings here because this Seattle team is not. You know, and I'll, let's do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a bottle for you for sure. Done. Next. Any thoughts? I know it's a two bad teams. One already eliminated from the playoffs. Another right on the verge. Chargers, Broncos. I would like to send a message <laughs> to the Denver Bronco organization after I backed you last week against the Buffalo Bills, and I watched one of the single worst offensive performances in the history of Earth, and I watched repeated inability to get off the field on third and eight or greater. I simply have a very basic message for anything Denver Broncos related. Ready? Fuck you! <laughs> no further comment on this game. All right, well, I'm playing the under, 38 and a half. Good. It sounds low. It I is because... I the Broncos get shut out. These teams are both pathetic. Assholes. I think that they're not going to put up enough points to even get to 39. Totally um, ridiculous. So give me the under there. about a Buffalo Bills like a bunch of idiots. I, I, I can't. I'm too angry. I'm yeah. too emotional. No, I hear you. This is why you can't do it as a professional. Yep. Next. My last play of the week is that Broncos under. Obviously, we can talk about the Patriots a little bit. but um, No, I'm not touching it because the Houston Texans are another team on my FU list. Had them last week against the Colts. Right. They had no reason not to win that game by four. They only win it by three. I hate all of you. Uh, I can't back New England because I don't think New England's any good. And I don't trust the Houston Texans. And the number's not really a value sitting at three. Yep. When it opened up at four and a half, that's a value. The, the, the game to me that, uh, here, I'm going to walk into it. You ready for what I'm about to do? Chiefs? <sighs> even worse. An even better way to lose money. You ready? Frisco plus six. Oh, of course, yeah. Now, Baltimore is a monolith. They're destroying people. Yep. But do you mean to tell me that this number's not overinflated? Like, shouldn't this be Baltimore minus three, minus three and a half? Mike, six? Trying 40, to correct last week. The 49er defense might be the best in the league. The Niners are coming off a bludgeoning of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Kittle's back, healthy. Mike, maybe I, I know, I know this is a bad idea. I know it is. But you know what gives me confidence? Everybody in America's taking the Ravens. It's not like Frisco's a sexy underdog. Mm-hmm. People, if you're listening, I hope you fade it. I don't want you to play it. I don't want you to take money out of your kid's Christmas. Just think of old Mikey when Baltimore's up 35-10. And I'm trying to outsmart and get cute, and I have an idea. Guys, I can't sit here and believe Frisco is getting almost a touchdown here. What are we talking about? What Baltimore did to the Rams was impressive until you realize the Rams suck. San Francisco's the real McCoy. That Seattle game a couple weeks ago, yeah, I know. I had Frisco. I was up 10 nothing. Then Emmanuel Sanders got hurt, and the whole game flipped. Seattle's not that good. Frisco comes to town, guns loaded. I'm going to take the six. I'm going to take the 49ers. I, and you know what? I'm just that type of huckleberry. I'm going to walk right into Baltimore. Yeah. Don't do it. No, but I'm not. I, 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 I can't. And I, I respect the bold play. It's not bold. Um, I'm an asshole. It's not bold. I'm going to lose my money. But fuck, I, I I can't. I can just not. It's like what I said with Ohio State. I'm just not going to jump in front of the Baltimore train right now. It's just there's other games I'm going to play. It's Simple fair. Simple as that. Uh, the other game I'm going to wait on is going to be Oakland and Kansas City. Yeah, Oakland's 10. getting 10. Boy, does that seem like too much. I think Oakland on the bounce back. But 10 flat. I don't love it. 10 and a half. Different opinion. I'm going to wait. 
Um, it, it's I just don't think the Chiefs are right. And I know it's Andy Reid off a of bye week and the the, the you yep. know Andy Reid bonus points and all that, but I'll wait and see. But I, I boy does that number look too big. It for seems me. too high. Right all right. Now. So here here's where I'm at. I'm going to take the Vikings and I'm going to lose to Sully. I'm going to take San Francisco and I'm going to lose to all of America. And Lamar Jackson is going to shake his ass in my face. <laughs> I'm going to take Cleveland and I'm going to lose to Duck Hodges. I'm going to line up and take the Cincinnati Bengals and I'm going to lose to a ginger. Who was busy getting bombed after their win last weekend? Yeah, what a story coming out of great. New York. Those are my four NFL plays. Michael? Packers minus six and a half. Broncos under 39. Seahawks minus three and straight up. Saints under 49. And let me give you the college ones, uh, just so we are all on the same page. And I have a bonus pick. Mm. I left one out that I'm going to need, you're going to need to talk me out of. But right. I like Army getting the uh, three. Uh, I am going to take Nebraska getting six. I am going to take, what is it, Wisconsin, minus two and a half. I'm going to take Auburn, plus three and a half. And there is, oh, and there's a game we like, oh, and you you talked me into Michigan State. I'll do that. And let's really go broke, because I forgot to put this on the list. Bonus. Talk me out of it. Ole Miss. Getting two and a half for Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Learn this name. Rivalry. Learn this name. John Rice Plumley, Ole Miss rushing attack has turned into a monster. You know who runs Ole Miss's offense? None other than Richard Rodriguez. That's right. Rich Rod. Ole Miss last week against LSU, 44 carries for over 400 yards. And this John Rice Plumley, a quarterback, uh, Mike, I'm telling you, this kid's just got it. Big plays all over the place. Now look, this is the problem. This is where you need to talk me in or out. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, 60% of the bets, 70% of the money. It's a public dog. I hate public dogs. It's a road dog, and I'm not getting three. Mississippi State with Joe Moorhead, it's been a bad fit since the start. I don't think their offense is any good. And you get in a game against Mississippi State, and you're giving up explosion plays, you got a team that's capable of putting up 400 yards rushing on LSU, Mike, I'm sorry. I don't know how you back Mississippi State here. Home yep. game or not, cowbells or not. Dude, the Rebs are playing for bowl eligibility, believe it or sure. not. I, I like the Rebs here, but that's a public dog. Save me. I mean, if I'm no, going, if I, I'm going I would... broke, if I'm, if I'm going to have to write a check this week to the man again, <laughs> I may as well do it in style. What, uh, what I would say to you is don't talk yourself out of it with the numbers and the, and the betting and the trends or the uh, 60% stuff you were saying. I would say if you like Ole Miss, just go with it because I was even looking up some numbers here too. I mean, sure, Ole Miss last seven conference games, they're six and one against the spread. You flip that around, basically, Mississippi State last six conference games, they're only one and five against the spread. So you got a team that's been really, really good in conference play in Ole Miss against the spread. You got a team that's been really bad in Mississippi State. So give me more. I think that would make sense. Give me more. I demand more. No. <sighs> um, Come on. Talk me in. Let's see, rivalry related. Road team. Okay, there you go. Road teams 4 0 against the spread the last four meetings. Yes. That would certainly factor right into it. Yes. And then even just look, you look overall, the, the last seven games this year that Ole Miss has played 6 and 1 against the spread. And by the way, John Rice Plumley, and they got a great running back down there, Jerry Neely. You ready for this? Four touchdowns for John Rice Plumley last week on runs of five. 
46, 60, and 35. <laughs> They'd do it. Absolutely. All right. Ely popped in with 141 of his own. 614 yards against LSU last week. Now, here's the one problem. I'm betting on a team whose kicker is only 11 out of 19 on the season. And one mm. of seven, 38 or longer. Rich Rod, do me a solid, brother. Go for it every fourth down. Yeah. I think it's a shootout. I'm going to take the team with the better offense. Screw it. I'm going broke. Taking LSU. I like it. Fuck it. Get ready. Put your silk pajamas on. It's time for David's Sexy Stat Time. It's time for another edition of Sexy Stat Time with the Hatchet Man. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We appreciate you all for listening and subscribing to Cash the Ticket. Let's get right into it. The college games, Ohio State at Michigan. Ohio State is the favorite in this game at eight and a half points. The Buckeyes lead the nation in points allowed, 10 and a half, and yards allowed, 217.4. Ohio State has the number six offense in the country, but gave up its lowest output this year last week against Penn State. Michigan is 7-4 against the spread and has been favored in seven games. The Wolverines are 0-2 this season as an underdog. Michigan was held to 24 points or less in four of their first seven games this season, including losses to Wisconsin and Penn State and one-score wins over Army and Iowa. But since the Penn State game, Michigan has found its groove, scoring at least 38 points in each of his last four games, including three games against the defenses who have held their opponents to less than 24 points a game on average. Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Indiana. Another key stat here for the Wolverines. They've lost five times since the beginning of 2018, but all five of those losses have either been on the road, Notre Dame and Ohio State in 18, Wisconsin and Penn State in 19, or on neutral locations in the 2018 Peach Bowl against Florida. Let's move over to Wisconsin at Minnesota. Wisconsin's three-point favorite in this game. Wisconsin is 4-1 in their last five head-to-head matchups with Minnesota. Minnesota hasn't defeated Wisconsin at home since 2003. Let's move on to the turkey games in the NFL. Bears, three-point favorite at the Lions. This series hasn't been going well for the Lions as of late, who have lost three straight to the Bears and have gone 0-3 against the spread in those games. The Lions have generally struggled to cover in games against the Bears, going just 2-6-2 against the spread in the past 10 games that have been played between these two teams. The Lions have also struggled at home going 3-7, both straight up and against the spread in their last 10 games at Ford Field. Going into Week 13, Chicago is 3-8 against the spread on the season, which is tied for the worst mark in the NFL. Keep an eye on the injury report. It could be a David Blau sighting in Ford Field for the Detroit Lions. Let's move over down to Dallas for Turkey Day. Bills at the Cowboys. Cowboys are the favorite here at 7.5 points. Since 2011, the Cowboys are 1-7 against the spread on Thanksgiving. That mark includes an 0-3 against the spread record against AFC teams on Thanksgiving Day since 2011. The Bills are 5-20 straight up in the past 25 games where they've been an underdog of 7 or more points. There's one key stat to like about the Bills, though. 
They are 7-3-1 and one against the spread on this season, which is tied for the best mark in the NFL. Now let's move on to the final game on Turkey Day. Saints, a seven-point favorite at the Falcons. Back in Week 10, the Falcons pulled off one of the biggest upsets of the 2019 season when they beat the Saints 26-9 as a 14-point dog. That win actually marks the only time the Falcons have won a game since 2010 as an underdog of seven or more points. In games where the other team is favored by a touchdown or more, the Falcons have gone 1-9 straight up, 6-4 against the spread. The Saints are 8-1 straight up in their past nine games, 7-2 against the spread. The Saints have actually been prone to upsets when they've been favored big as they've gone just two and three straight up in the past five games where they've been favored by seven or more points. Let's move over to Sunday's matchup, 49ers at the Ravens. The Ravens are favored by six points in this game. In the Ravens' past eight home games against NFC teams, the Ravens have gone one and seven against the spread, four and four straight up. The 49ers have gone 2-9 straight up in road games against the opposite conference, and one of those wins came against the currently 0-11 Bengals this year. The 49ers haven't won a game in the Eastern time zone against a team with a winning record since 2012. Again, happy Thanksgiving. This has been another edition of Sexy Stat Time with The Hatchet Man. Sexy Stat Time with David. Radio.com, iTunes, everybody, if you catch this before Thanksgiving, have a happy holiday. And if you want to fade everything I did, God bless. I mean, what am I going to tell you? That's the deal. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.